Shauna and Jody here with Real Sisters, Real Talk. We're glad to have you joining us as we talk about growing in our faith with God. Welcome to Real Sisters, Real Talk. I'm Jody. I'm Shauna, and we're so glad that you've joined us for the conversation. And it's fun to be doing this in person today because I live in West Michigan. We're here in Southern California, and I flew in, and we get to be here together. Which is always our favorite thing. I know. It's so fun <laughs> to be together and to be, I mean, presence is so important. Yeah. And I'd love to talk today a little bit about um, the presence of God because there's, there's an understanding that God is here, that God is always with us, that is, um, you know, his ongoing presence, right? His omnipresence. Right. But there's also a reality of his manifest presence, that he is here with us in the room and that we get to experience him. Right. And even just speaking to kind of even the really, really um, thing that we talk about a lot is there's, especially in this last couple of years, there's so much isolation and so much feeling alone. Mm. And we need to understand that God is present. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then God is always right there with us. We are never alone in anything that we face. Yeah. It makes me think of um, John 15, 4 says, you yeah. know, remain in me as I remain in you. And what I think of when I hear that verse is just that God is faithful. He's not stepped away. He's always present. Right. Here's a thought. I, curious what you think about this, but like, I think that when we think about the presence of God, we can look back at the past and we can see he's faithful. Yes. Like he's always been there. Every moment, God has always been there and he's always wanted to be there because he's always wanted to be with his people. Right. We see that in the way that he walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. And we see that in how he was present, you know, in the tabernacle and in the temple. Like it's always been God's desire to be present. He sent his son Jesus to literally walk on earth and be with us and then poured out his spirit. So like, it's always that he's wanted to be with us. So yes, he's always been there. And we can look forward into the future and we know that God is always going to be there no matter what we go. Psalm 23, right? Even yeah. though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. He's always going to be there. And I think as Christ followers, that it's easier for us to see his faithfulness in the past and to know he's good for his promises in the future. But I feel like the gap that we miss is that he's right here right now. Right. <laughs> because just a few minutes ago, this moment we're in right now was the future. Right. And a few minutes from now, it will be the past. So if he's always in the past and he's always in the future, then you just do the math. He's got to be right here right now. So then there's a, a real need to pay attention to God's presence. What is God up yeah, to around yeah. me? What, how is he inviting me in? Um, God, what are you teaching me right now? It's, it's that constant um, conversation with God that reminds us of his presence, right? We yeah. know he's with us. We know he's there, but we, we almost need to remind ourselves, and it's that constant conversation. It's, and that's the, the discipline of practicing the presence right. of God. Right, which, you know, practicing the presence Again, is an invitation. Like, I mean, what does that look like? How do you practice the presence of God? What does yeah. it look like in your and life? And so I'll answer that question. And then before I even answer it, I want to say, I don't, I don't always do that well. Right. There are so many times when I'll find myself getting anxious about something or trying to control a situation. And it's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I need to mm -hmm. back up here. God, what are you up to? So the really practical ways that I practice his presence is through prayer. 
Mm. Um, and that is simply just conversation with God. Yeah. Um, there are even times I'll name what I'm feeling. God, I'm feeling um, anxious right now, or I, God, I'm trying. I'm wanting to control this situation, mm. and I recognize that that's not what is good and right for what I'm in right now. And so will you help me to be aware of what you're up to and help me to lean into what you're up to around me instead of trying to control the situation? Yeah. Um, so practicing his, practicing his presence is often, for me, in prayer. It's a conversation. It's a conversation with him. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Well, I think one of the ways that I practice is pulling away oh, yeah. and being alone with God. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I hear God's voice when I'm in Scripture, um, a lot of times when I'm journaling, God yeah. speaks to me through this, through what I'm writing. I, you know, and I come awake to like what He's saying. So, in time alone with God, when I pull away, I can learn to discern His voice and practice His presence in such a way that then, when I step into life, it's familiar. I know what I, I know how to hear Him because. I listened when there was no distractions, right? So right. then you can kind of step into life and you can be at a grocery store and it can be chaotic or you can be in an argument and it can be emotionally disturbing and you can tap into God is here right yeah. now. Like you can, I can remind myself God is right here right now in this moment and I can actually almost like not almost, it literally is, have a conversation with him while another conversation Absolutely. is happening, you know, horizontally, I'm having a conversation with the Lord at the same time. Yep. So I don't actually have to pull away to remind myself of God's presence. I can bring his presence and, and my awareness of his presence into the moment that I'm in, even if it's difficult. So I'm big on analogies. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it, it, for me, it kind of reminds me of like, I have a daughter who plays basketball. And if you're going to play basketball in a game, on a team, against an opponent who is trying to steal the ball from you and, like, bodying up against you, and, you know what I mean, there's yeah. real opposition. Right. You have got to know how to handle the ball. And yeah. so she learned to dribble the ball and handle the ball and, and be able to run with the ball, not just stand there and dribble the ball, but, like, run with the ball and, and feel like it's just... And another extension of yourself, yeah. she did that in our driveway. You know yes. what I mean? When nobody was trying to steal not the ball the field. from her. Yeah. Right. And or not on the court. Sorry. Right, right. And there's no... <laughs> not a huge basketball person. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but there's nobody trying to steal the ball, and there's no yeah. stands in, or people in the stands yelling at you, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's what learning or practicing the presence of God has looked like for me. Like yeah. I have had to pull away... And practice in my driveway. Yes. Before I could step into the game and also, you know, have the, the skill set then in the midst of opposition to be reminded and to know in the moment, God, you're here right now. And the, mm -hmm. the wisdom that he has is so far beyond my, what I can see and what I've right. experienced. He knows things like, for example, if you are in an argument, let's say with somebody and there's, there's not peace in the midst of the situation and you you want to resolve the situation oftentimes all i have is what i've brought to yeah. it but he's he knows the other person involved and yes. he knows me and he knows what's right and he knows what's good so like i can say lord i know i'm safe because i know you're here mm -hmm. so i don't have to defend myself i don't have to be right and if the person what they're bringing forward is 
something that you want me to hear and it's true, help me to receive that from you. Give me ears. Uh, yeah, yeah, give me ears. Also, give me discernment, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Give me the filter to be able to process what's happening. Right. And to just speak what's going to be helpful. Right. So in that conversation, that difficult conversation, when we're practicing the presence of God, that person is going to get a whole better version of us, oh, right? Because yeah. we're actually bringing the presence of God into that situation. Right. And that's that's the goal. That's what we want to do yeah. um, because it actually transforms us and changes the way not only we receive it, but also what we give out. I think one of the things too is everywhere we go, as believers, we bring the presence of God right. with us. And so we want to be aware of that. And so there's so often when I'm out running errands or I'm, um, you know, getting things done that I think I just have a list and I just need to get it done. Got this. Hold on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I approach those things as if I'm just checking things off a list instead of, God, what do you have? in the grocery store, what's going on mm -hmm. in the grocery store? Where are you at work in somebody's life? How can I be a part of that? Yeah. Um, when we practice the presence of God, we actually enter in with a whole different uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. um, with our eyes up, we actually see people. Yeah. So one of the, just a funny story, but one of the um, intern pastors that used to be here years ago, he would say, um, you know, it's, it's so funny, but every time I go to Costco, I'm so frustrated by all the people that are there, hmm. right? Like they're all in your way. And if they would just go home, you could get your shopping done right. and get out. And so he started when he would get into the um, Costco parking lot, he would stop and he would say, okay, God, I know that Costco is going to be full of people. Mm -hmm. And so as I enter in, help me to bring your presence yeah. and your grace and your love and your mercy and see people through your eyes. Mm -hmm. See people. Yeah. Really. Right. We, those people in Costco get a whole better version yeah. of us when we enter in that way. So it's all the way down to the simple things, right? Yeah. Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Yeah. And, you know, recognizing the presence of God in every moment of every day is how we partner in bringing the gospel forward, too. Amen. Right? So in those moments, I'm thinking about a recent trip. Uh, my oldest daughter lives in the Czech Republic, and we mm -hmm. went to visit her, and Riding the tram, I don't know why specifically on this trip, this was my reality because I don't live in this every moment of every day, but specifically on this trip, I kept seeing people and felt led into prayer for them because yeah. when, you're, when you're recognizing that God's like with you, he's shotgun in the car. If you're alone, he's shotgun in the car with you. Like right. he's with us all the time. So you can keep this conversation going and it's not like um, making a phone call and picking up the phone and having a conversation and then hanging up. Like... You're on the line end. all the time with the Lord, right? So anyway, we're traveling through, we were like at Budapest, Hungary, and then we went over to Czech Republic and did Prague and, and Brno. And as we were traveling, I would see people like on the tram and I would see, I don't know, maybe somebody um, with, walking with a limp. And I would just pray in that moment, like, Lord, I don't know what's going on there, if that's like a temporary thing or right. if that's a long-term thing, but would you bring healing to that person or at least maybe just lessen their pain today, like let them know that you love them by them experiencing your power and your presence in that way or right. whatever, you know, just um, ongoing bringing the presence of God wherever you go. And it's, it makes me think of um, the Lord's prayer, you know, yeah. when, when Jesus said, pray like this, say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven as carriers of the presence of God, of, of the good news of God. It's like we reach through the veil and we grab onto heaven and we pull it down into the here and now. 
So like kingdom things, like kingdom ways, like physical healing, like like peace, like seeing people and letting them know that they're valued and that they're right. loved because God loves them. That's grabbing heaven and bringing it into the, excuse me, into the here and now. Right, right. Yeah. I even think um, there's there's so often when we are um, engaging with people, we are encountering people, we're um, experiencing relationship with people. And if we are bringing the presence of God into that space, um, we don't know what's going on with them, right? Yes. But God does. You know, even in talking about the Lord's Prayer, give today your daily bread. Lord, give us today your daily bread. I don't know what daily bread they need, right. but God does. And so if I'm trying to meet their need, I could be meeting it completely wrong. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm praying that, um, and God, if I'm p- supposed to be part of that, then help me to be obedient to that and meet that need. I even think of, like when, um, from the day I found out I was pregnant with my son, same thing with my daughter, um, I began praying for their future spouse. Um, and what a beautiful thing to be able to speak over um, the, the people in their lives, you know, a, yeah. a wife, I mean, a, yeah, his wife and a, a boyfriend that I prayed for them. Mm-hmm. I prayed for them for so many years. Um, but I would also pray, God, if, if Tyler's spouse does not have um, a godly family right now, would you bring someone into their mm-hmm. life to tell them about you? What if I'm that person for someone else? Mm. What, if, what if I'm to be invited into that um, relationship or that encounter with somebody right. because somebody's praying that somebody will speak truth, godly truth over it. When I bring the presence of God into the conversation, into mm-hmm. that encounter, then um, God is who gets glorified. Right. When you were talking about not knowing what people need, but the presence of, you know, what God does. And yeah. so he can do that. As we're aware of his presence, um, he works through us like we're just a conduit to what he wants to do. And we don't have to even know what yeah. the person needs and he can use us anyway. There was a time that I was in worship on a Sunday morning and I don't even know what song we were singing. I have no idea what the theme or the message was of the morning, but I got an image in my head while I was worshiping. And I knew that that was a gift from the Lord. And it was, um, a pencil sketch, oddly enough, but it was a moving pencil sketch as if like, kind of like when a cartoon is being created, how, you know, the, the sketch changes and then it it. moves. You watch it move. Yeah. So you flip the pages of old school, you know, (laughs) cartoons, whatever. Anyway, it was, it was kind of like that. And, um, it was a huge tree and the tree had a branch that protruded out like this. And then I was connected. So put your arm out. This, if you're just listening and you don't get to see this, just, but it's (laughs) like, it's like oh, yeah. my arm was linked to the branch of the tree. Yeah. And then, I can't do this this way, but my other hand was extended out and my palm was up. Okay. And in this pencil sketch, I'm pencil sketched in. Yeah. But somebody came passing by and it's like in my gut, in my soul, I felt the need, a need. And so I looked at the tree and then I, as the person's getting closer and closer, I like look at the tree. There's no verbal communication back and forth. I just right. look at the tree and I look back at my hand and all of a sudden there's a kiwi on my hand and the person walking by grabbed the kiwi and kept going. And I did, I did that. I went, oh, you know, and God provided right. exactly what was needed. And then somebody else started coming and I look at the tree, you know, that I'm linked yeah. to and connected to and I'm feeling this need and I look back at my hand and there's a watermelon and the person walking by picks up the watermelon off of my hand and keeps going. And it was just, that was it. End of oh image. Oh my gosh. But I felt like what God was sharing with me in that image was 
you don't have to know yeah. what they need. And you don't have to. It's so in me to like disconnect so I have two hands to meet the need. Yeah, right. And God's saying, don't disconnect. Don't let go. Don't disconnect because right. I am the source of life. Like remain in me as I remain in you and you will bear much fruit. Right. There's, there's no job for me in the process other than to be vitally, meaningfully connected to the vine. And then he provides the fruit, you yeah, know? Absolutely. I think, you know, we, we read like Galatians, it, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, yeah. faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I think sometimes we think, you know, I need to be more peaceful. Make me more peaceful. I need to be more peaceful. I have more peace yeah. or whatever. Like I need to be more joyful, uh, joy. Try to muster it up. Right. Yeah. And that's actually not our job. Our job is to abide in the vine mm -hmm. and the result of abiding in the vine is we will see more peace, more yeah. joy. So we do have to make choices, right? As yeah. we live into that truth. But if we're trying to do it in our own strength, it's absolutely not going to work. Mm -hmm. But if we're, if it's a result of us abiding in Christ, um, then we see the fruit of that. Yeah. Um, and so all of that is attached to abiding in the vine, practicing the presence of God. Right. Why then do I so often try to do it in my own power? Why do I still do that? You know, mm -hmm. you just, I, it's, it's a process. This is not a one and done, check, got that. Right. Don't have to think about it again. But I, yeah, don't we? But I also think as we continue to learn, as we fail in it and we go, oh, forgive me, Lord, help me to walk in your presence. You know, as I enter into this difficult conversation, God, help me to do this. Well, we, we keep learning and then we learn maybe a little bit here, mm -hmm. and then we learn here. So instead of beating ourselves up for, why am I learning the same lesson over again? Sometimes yeah. we have to recognize, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm growing in this. Mm -hmm. I caught myself quicker. Right. right recognizing right. that I was doing this in my own prayer. I was trying to control the situation. Forgive me, Lord. Um, and that's a, that's a beautiful right. thing. But we're on a journey. And the thing is, there is a tipping point at right. some point. You know what I mean? Where at this point, we maybe wrestle with, Man, I wish I was more aware of God's presence. But there is going to come a time when we go, do you remember when right. we were, you know, we, we tried so hard to, to remember that we were in the presence of God. And now it's, you know, it, it's flipped the other way where I'm aware of the, the times that I'm not aware of the presence of God. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You see it happen more and more. Yeah. And so I wonder, like, just practically, practically, practicing this, um, you know, a couple things that we talked about is to pull away mm -hmm. and spend time alone with God. And, and just as an encouragement, um, there are times when, when I'm able to do that for three minutes and there's times when I'm able to do that for an hour oh, sure. or an extended yeah. amount of time. Um, it doesn't have to be, well, I don't have 20 minutes right now, so I can't do that. No, we can do that in the car before we walk into Costco. We can do it when we're practicing it as a normal thing. We can actually do it. So that's a practical thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's it's just communicating with God. God, I'm, I'm entering into this or this is coming my way. It's that that conversation with God. Those are really simple, practical ways for us to do that. And it's something I absolutely want to continue to grow in. Yeah, yeah, more and more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Real Sisters Real Talk. You can find us at jodyandshauna.com. And we also have an Instagram account, Real Sisters Real Talk on Instagram. So thanks for joining us. And we want to remind you that we serve a real God and he really loves you.